Hey, what's going on? This is Dom Caesar, and I'm just checking up on ya. I'm just making sure y'all are doing all right, dude. Doing all right. So last episode, you know, it was supposed to be a solo episode. You know how I do it. One solo, one guest. One solo, one guest. But the lady dropped in at the very end because she was painting pictures next to me talking some shit. So she jumped in. Thank you, Afarin, Sharin. For jumping in and telling these people what's up, man. This is Domcast episode 10. Everyone goes, oh, man. Episode 10, dude. What are you going to do? You've talked shit for over 10 hours on the internet now. You got to do something special for it. Uh, nah. You know? There's nothing special for it. It's a Tuesday. It's the 7th of August, 2018. I'll watch out for tomorrow, 8 8 2018, even though, uh, better pick your, better pick your lottery numbers, you sons of bitches. Dude, seriously, I love those kind of people. Look at the date. Look at the date. The date is 8-8-18. Let's buy a scratch off. Go blow your money. Even though it's supposed to go to like, what, the Texas education system? I doubt it. Have you looked? Have you spoken to anyone from East Texas? Where are those where are those lottery dollars going? Have you spoke with anyone from Waco? Even though there's a big ass campus called Baylor out there, who fucking knows? I think I think, dude, if Baylor's not in Waco, I'm gonna feel like such an idiot. It's all right though. It's all right because that's the level of competence you're getting today. All right, so it's Tuesday, roughly a little before noon. Start on my second thing of coffee. Have to work tonight. Did I want to do an hour after work? No. You know, even though I probably have better stories or something to talk about. Because my notes right now are giving me nothing. So I'm just going to talk about this last week. So I went out with my family on Sunday. We went to Chamagaucha. And it was like, you know, I'm in this, the industry, you know, and Chamagaucha is a nice place. If you don't know what Chamagaucha is, it's a Brazilian steakhouse. All you could eat, huge salad bar. I think the salad bar you could just get by itself for like 20 bucks, and then you spend like the other 30, and they give you the protein, the real protein. The meat, the Brazilian cuts, the rare goat, all the stuff that you're going to love and then shit out later. You know, I never believed my brother when he said that, like, the red meat diet's horrible for you. And then when I was working at Roos Chris Steakhouse, um, I was eating that red meat all the time. And it was like, I could not keep my butthole closed, dude. It was horrible. The red meat diet is not what it's all cracked up to be. Did Dominic just say that? Did I just say that, the known carnivore? Yes. The red meat diet's not what it's all cracked up to be. But I had a good time. Had had a couple nice slices of this and of that. And uh, it was delicious. It was good to see my family. My lady had a good time. And uh, I love how you can just go as rare as you want. You could, you could tell the server. So this is where I got mad at the server, right? Because I forget about, you know, the little stamp next to you. The little cutout. The little square. And you haven't flipped on green, it means, yeah, come serve me. If you haven't flipped on red, it means, no, thank you. I'm good. Don't come to me. Now, for some reason, I don't know why, I think 
I think I just assumed when you start the meal that uh, it's it's on off, you know, because you don't know yet. You know, you got to get down, got to get your aperitif, you know, your digestif. You got to get whatever you need to get this train rolling. And I guess in my mind, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention to the card. So they gave me my first slice of meats and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm trying to have a conversation with my pops. A deep conversation, you know, not just talking, Who's who do you think's going to go, uh, who do you think's going to go before? You think it's going to be Leonard Fournette or DeAndre Hopkins, you know, round seven on in the first, uh, first round, you know, who's going seventh, who's going eighth? I'm picking 12 so I get the snake. I go back to back. I'm not that kind of conversation. Actual deep conversation with my father. And every single one of these servers keeps coming up to me. Uh, Bacon-wrapped quail? And I'm like, no, dude. Thank you. No. Two seconds later, another guy. House Brazilian cut? Dude, I got a plate full of steak. No. This happens for like 20 minutes, dude. And it's I feel like I'm, I'm my experience is getting ruined. And I'm looking around the table. And I don't know. Maybe it was the dim lighting or... My lack of intelligence, but I had my shit flipped on green. That's why these people keep, and I was going red, dude, in my mind. Every person that came by was like, no, dude, I don't want sausage. I don't want bacon wrapped quail. I don't want none of this. Stop bothering me. And then I realized, oh, yeah, my my shit's on go. So shout out to Chama Gouge in 1604. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. I didn't make a scene, but I was rude. And, you know, it was all my fault. I take the blame for that. Ah, and this coffee, man. I'm drinking it now so I can crash later, you know? I don't know. I don't understand either. It's like, my lady thinks I burn the coffee and I burn the popcorn. It's like, no, I know exactly. First off, how I burn the coffee is impossible. I'm using your Keurig. Maybe you just don't like Folgers, Okay. But the popcorn, yes, this is where we get a little sketchy. Because I don't press the popcorn button. She's a popcorn button presser. Me, I know the exact time to pop every kernel in the bag. Yeah, I do. There might be three or four that come out the little the little darker. Doesn't mean they're burnt. And, you know, that's a nice flavor. It's like a char broil. It's like that's why I go to Burger King because I like char broiled meat patties, dude. Maybe I like my popcorn with that. But guess what? Every kernel popped. I would give you a dollar for every unpopped kernel. You would give me a random microwave and a random bag of popcorn. Dude, I'm a pro at this. Okay? Some, some day one, I'm just walking on the field. Ah, is this how I put my shin guards on? No. I've been doing this, man. This is why I don't even show up for training camp, okay? I'm like I'm like Gronk when it comes to popcorn. I'm like Rob Gronkowski. Training camp? <laughs> OTAs? Are you serious? No. Let me show up preseason. If you want me to play a couple snaps, I will. I'm ready for game one and all that matters in December. Gunk. You popcorn eating fools. If you use the popcorn button, I'm sorry. 
I would I would borderline that on being lazy, but guess what? You're already eating popcorn, so <laughs> let let that one answer itself. Okay, so I had a, a little minor flip out with the guy at Chamagaucha, but luckily I I remembered one of the servers. His name was Diego. Okay. And like I said, I don't name names, but you go to Chamagaucha and you try to find which Diego I'm talking about because I'm pretty sure there's six that work there, okay? It's just that kind of establishment. I'm not saying that just because it's a restaurant, but because it's a Brazilian restaurant. And I don't think I've ever met a Diego from Mexico. They're always from somewhere else in like South America, Portugal, or I'm Chilean. No, I'm Brazilian. Okay. Now... Speaking of customer service, you know how my grab I, I went and I saw Jurassic World no, Jurassic Park not the Lost World. What do they call it? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh now I watched it with my grandmother because it's like a tradition. We watch every single Jurassic Park movie since the very first one. So I go watch it with her and you know, watching dinosaurs on a big screen TV is cool. But even Chris Pratt could not save this one this was flaming garbage and it was two hours i had no clue and i'm sitting here stone sober watching this with my grandmother going there's just transitional scenes with no substance we're like oh how do we get here oh how come the police aren't called right two hours later i walk out and i was like okay indoraptor I could try to spoil it for you, but I couldn't because the movie is that bad that whatever I tell you, it'll actually help you out and you won't see it. And I'll probably be saving you two hours of your life. And now afterwards, what grandma does what she always does best. You know, it's like, oh, let's go to the movies. And then afterwards, hey, do you think you could uproot a tree for me so we can plant six more? Hey, I got an old, strong oak tree in the backyard. It's probably going to take six days to cut. But don't worry. I got a brand new axe. Let's chop this thing down because we had lunch together. That's She's the pro at that. So we get out of this movie, and I'm like, sweet Jesus. They could have ended this thing 30 minutes ago. You know, I'm about to hit traffic on 410. Grandma, I love you. Kiss her. She goes, hey. I got a whole car full of stuff I have to take to the thrift store. And I'm like, what? So like, yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff I've been getting from the house. I need to drop it off at the thrift store. Can you help me unload it? And in my head, it's like, oh, it's a donation station, right? So this should be easy. There should be people there that should load this up for you. But since you're my grandma, fuck it. Let me help you out. It's only on the turnaround. So, do the turnaround of 410 from whatever movie theater we're at. I don't know. Old shit. Huge parking lot. Six cars. So, we pull in the thrift store. I get there before, and I'm, like, prepping this. Like, okay, I should get a cart, you know, so I can start loading this up. I don't even know what she has. Is it bagged already? I don't know. Now, she rolls up, and she calls me on the phone. She goes, I'm out front. And I say, yeah, I see you. There's also two cars that are trying to pull out of the parking spot. And they're not going to be able to move unless you move. But right in the front doors, 
there's that marked off, you know, area, the walkway for pedestrians to get in and then a uh, handicap spot. Right. So she's like, oh, OK. And then she moves out of the handicap spot. The person leaves. She pulls up. And she parks halfway into the pedestrian and halfway into the handicap. She's not a walking pedestrian and she does not have a handicap. And I'm like looking around at people like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, what, what are they really going to do, though? Like if, if an officer came up, he would have to speak with my grandma. My grandma would probably not be able to hear him anyways because she's half deaf now. And she'd just be like, ah, like this lady when this is out right when she pulled up, I was like, let's evacuate this car. ASAP right now so I start there's like old paintings bags of like materials she bought to like make I don't know blankets and pillowcases that never were made and this younger you know I don't know 20 something her hair is dyed looks at my grandma my grandma's hair is like blue and purple and she goes I love your hair of course my grandma she's deaf right now Basically, I got to yell at her, right? And she just keeps packing things up. So I look at the lady and go, oh, yeah, she's got cool hair. I'll tell her, right? Then I got management from the thrift store starts walking outside, kind of looking at me. Then I look at, and then I see this other guy looks like an old biker uh, with a Vietnam vet hat on. And he's walking by my grandma's car. And he, and he sees that she's parked in a handicap. And he sees... That she's also parked in the don't fucking even get your car close here pedestrian walkway. And then he like looks around and he looks at the, uh, you know, the license plate and everything. And he doesn't see a, a handicap thing and he just shakes his head in disgust. I don't over here like, oh my God. So we finally get everything out of our car. I'm trying to make this as quick as possible. And she looks at me. She goes, oh, thank you so much. Uh, maybe we can go uh, out to eat at Hong Kong Car- Harbor, which is like a buffet. And I'm like, I'm like, Grandma, I love you. Um, but we just packed this up, and you got to move out of this spot or else they can get mad at you because you've been in this spot for like 10 minutes, and this isn't even a spot. And it, even if you were in halfway of one of the spots, you don't even have the licensing to be in that spot. And uh, she was like, okay, well, then I'll just see you later. I love you. And I go, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And she goes, oh, you just drive it in there to the donation station and they'll help you and they'll, they'll take it. Whether they want to take it or not, they'll take it. And I'm like, okay. So she gets in her car, drives off, opens up, you know, pedestrian parkway slash handicap. And I'm sitting here. With a shopping cart full of just random, <laughs> there were like two, like eight by ten frame pictures of drawn monkeys, and yes, there are monkeys, not apes. They had prehensile tails, so now I'm gonna have to hear that from somebody. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, so I, I I go inside, and I'm looking around, and it looks like I've already been shopping there because my cart is completely full, dude. But, and I'm and I'm looking around, boom, far corner, see a sign, 99 cent Mondays, depending on whatever color tag, okay? 
Look around again. I see uh, male clothing. Look around again. Female clothing. Look around again. Books. I don't see any shit that says donation station. And all I'm doing is taking up space. And now I'm trying to cut through which looks like where the changing rooms are at. Looks like a desk where you would turn in, you know, donations. But I have to go through every single. I got to cut in front of everyone that's waiting in line. Which I did not know this place would be popping on a Monday, dude. This place this place was like a TGI Fridays in a small town on a Friday night. And it was karaoke. This place was packed, dude. And everyone there assumes I'm buying everything in this cart. When it's just shit I got from my grandma's car, okay? So I'm cutting through people. I'm cutting through people. And then I finally make it to the where I think is the donation station. And it's the lady who's got like the most important job because she's she's the one place in the thrift store that has locks on it. Like for old jewelry, uh, PlayStation 2 video games, brooches, okay, um, wristbands with sequins, things that they need to lock up so people don't steal at a thrift store off Ingram and Fortin. So I'm trying to, you know, she's helping out someone, okay, and then she stops helping him out. I don't know what it was. It was some guy, and he was asking about, like, this little, it looked like a little mini suitcase. And then she pulls it. She gets the keys. She opens it up. She pulls out the little suitcase. She shows them, and it's like a coloring pencil set. For some reason, that is in, like, a suitcase that someone that had $10,000 cash and had to drop off somewhere would punt the $10,000 cash in. Nope. They're colored pencils or map pencils. Just matters of generation you're from, dude. So then she gets done with that guy, locks, locks it back, locks. Thank God she locked the color pencils back in. And I sit there. I go, ma'am. And she's just ignoring me. And she's walking around her little island of uh, necklaces and brooches. And I go, ma'am, excuse me. It's like just falling on deaf ears. So here I am. And I'm like, well, you know, at least I look like a customer because my shopping cart's full of shit. I uh, don't know where to leave it. The late, The people that work here are ignoring me. Uh... I have no connection with this thrift store. All of a sudden, you never ask for these, but I get a 1-800 number from like Florida. And I'm like, this is my guardian angel calling me to tell me I want to cruise, but to give me excuse to walk out the front door. So I call it. This lady's like, Hi, welcome to blah, 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 blah. Your donation to the Breast Cancer Society makes us want to know, can you rely on the troops? And the and I'm like, just listening. Hang up the phone. Keep it to my ear. And I just left, I just left the entire shopping cart in the middle of the Texas thrift store. So everyone who works there, hey, that was me, dude. Sorry. Hope you sell the 
the monkey paintings, and everything else involved, I didn't know what to do. I know maybe Texas Thrift isn't your number one place for customer service, but uh, congratulations. Hope you sell some of that stuff. There are some good linens in there. What else was I supposed to do, people? If I held on to it any longer and then try to like leave it, they would be like, you're, they would probably stop me and think I was stealing everything there inside of that thing and be like, no, dude, they're wrapped in Hobby Lobby bags. I brought this in. So, yeah, um, Texas Thrift Store, I hope I hope you can uh, sell or, you know, to the or give to the more fortunate, less fortunate. Everything that was in that shopping cart. So I did set. And I almost felt like uh, I almost felt like a badass, like I planted like a bomb or something. I like went in there, I like left it. And I was like, you know what? These people don't know me. I was like undercover. I just like bugged them, right, with the shopping cart. There's like a microphone, like we're talking in one of the last episodes, and I got a camera on one of the monkey paintings, just waiting for someone that's remodeling a house on the south side to fucking punt that monkey picture up, so I could watch them eat hot Cheetos. And preseason Cowboys game, Stuart. And I just walk out that thing. And I put the I put the uh, phone against my ear. <laughs> like I, I was taking a call. And I was and I, like I couldn't be ready enough just to uh, hit the button and watch the thing explode. Get in my car. Drive off. So that's what I did yesterday. <laughs> You know what? And if you're planning on seeing um, this Jurassic Park movie, uh, save your money. Save your money. It's probably almost out of theaters. Hey, if you could watch it for two bucks somewhere, I would do it. But uh, you're not missing anything. Nothing at all. Except uh, I was—I always forget his name. The guy who was the fly. Jewish guy that was the fly with the dark hair. Who was like... No, chaos theory. Like in the book, his name was Ian Malcolm. I don't know what his... In the book, he was actually a math professor at UT. If anyone ever read Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park, he was actually a math professor at UT, coming up with all these string theory stuff. But anyway, somehow he still gets a part in Jurassic Park 27, and um, he probably only had to act for about 20 minutes they use a collected five minutes of it, and that was probably where most of the budget went. That and having Chris Pratt on there, which I didn't think was going to be in the movie, and he was everything I thought it would be in the movie. Kind of funny. And I am burping right now, y'all. Sorry about that. You know? If I actually edited it, I would edit this shit out. But I like, I like, just, I like going with the flow. And right now, y'all are riding with me. Except this ride is less like the Steel Eel and more like the Lazy River. <laughs> and I got to work tonight, dear Lord. How many cups of coffee? Oh, God, I got a shower, too. Did I tell you I got a cat now? I got a kitten. I don't have a, I don't have a cat, but I have a kitten. And this little thing. Now people are like, oh, what did you name it? Well, the lady... She calls it Frankie. And no, not for Frankie Munoz or Munoz or Munoz. Frankie because she loves James Franco. 
And I wish I could say it was because the cat has blue eyes. And it was after Frank Sinatra, with the summer wind, it blows again across the sea. It lingered there. You touched this cat's hair. He purred immediately. No, she named it Frankie because I swear it was for James Franco. But you know what? She likes Russell Brand. She likes James Franco. And uh, not Jeff Goldblum. Now it comes. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name the whole time, but Jeff Goldblum's in Jurassic Park. No, she likes the other guy who wears too, way too many bracelets. Bloom. Orlando Bloom. There you go. Orlando Bloom. Is that his real name? Or is that his Pirates of the Caribbean name? Damn. I don't know. I don't know if that's his real name or the name of him Pirates of the Caribbean. Is Bloom. Or Orlando Bloom. Orlando. Miles Brando. I digress. I don't even know where I was going with this. Oh, so she names the cat Frankie because, you know, obviously... You know, she loves she loves her she loves her some of that that James Franco. Which can't lie, he's a good looking guy, he's goofy, he's funny, he's cool. Okay, whatever. Uh but the lady we got it from now when she asks, What what's the name of this cat? Dude, without without even thinking twice. Like if this was a text message, you would see the type bubble for one second and then you have your answer with an emoji. She was like Oh, damn, Mr. Big. Okay, let me repeat that. Oh, that's Mr. Big. So the cat's name is Mr. Biggs. Now, for all intents and purposes, that's still the cat's name. Okay, I'm calling it by its legal name. Not its street name, okay? Oh, your name is William, but you want to go by uh, Jester because all of a sudden you discovered the St. Mary's Strip. <sighs> no. Go hang out at High Tones, dude. Go piss, out, go piss out the side of a fence at High Tones, then talk to me about it, Jester. Frankie Jester should be the name of this cat. Um, Not fun. Kitties are not cool. I don't know what people, what the whole hype is. Uh, it has done nothing beneficial for me. And they and they say, you know, fish tanks and cats and, and dogs and stuff, they help lower your blood pressure. I don't know. I think this cat, literally, I feel like my blood pressure is going to go out the roof. I'm going to feel up my neck. My neck's going to explode. The vent might, and, and, and that's going to be it. I can't, and you know, I wanted to adopt a fat old cat that already knew how to shit in a litter box and didn't do anything. His balls are already chopped up. He didn't have his, uh, you know, his shots, his distemperment shots. So he's not a raving psycho kitten. And uh, yeah, so that's the story about the cat. Thing is, he's a cute, he's pretty. That's the thing. He's a pretty looking animal. But my theory of cats my whole life has always been, oh, they're house swag. 
it's the equivalent of buying a nice picture, okay? You're going to spend this much on a painting because it's going to make the ambience of your place look cooler. You're going to spend this much on a, not say designer cat, but like a, a cat with the breed that looks nice to walk around your house, okay? It's house swag. It's furniture. That's all it is. It's furniture. <clears throat> Except you can't sit on it. It's just going to scratch up all yours. Like, dude, I have way too many nice couches. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and try to brag about where I live or what I have. But I have some nice couches. If anyone's ever been to my house, they have multiple options of very comfortable couches they could crash on and be safe for the night. Okay? And I swear to God, if Frankie... Oh, if Frankie scratches up one of these things, dude. I could punt that motherfucker probably 30 yards. Okay, maybe that's giving myself some credit. My my leg strength might not be... Well, actually, my leg strength there, it's my flexibility. So maybe I, I probably... I could probably pass him further than I could punt him. I could probably get a nice bullet pass, Drew Brees style, you know... 25-yarder, straight, straight in the hands of someone like Michael Thomas. Easy. First try. That's with it squirming in the air. That's a spiral, but it would be a bullet pass because I'm gripping. (laughs) I'm gripping the laces. I'm gripping the laces. Oh, where are we at? 29 minutes and 48 seconds. Oh, man. I hope you weren't waiting for this one this week. <laughs> and speaking of that, uh, the, I, I am. I've gotten a lot of people to hit me up about the Cambria episode. Cambria was a doll. We are going to have her on again. And I really wanted to have Jordan Berlanga on uh, to do another one before his show. But no, it's not going to happen because we're busy people. And uh, but he is still playing at Jack's patio, August tenth. Look it up, Hydra Melody. Check him out. Um, my next guest will be Philip Wolf, hip hop artist. Um, dude, the guy was been in Disney. I mean, the guy's done a lot. Filipino, uh, I guess. Texan descent dude I don't know we'll learn more when he's on here you know now I'm like trying to tell him like read off a biop that's some shit I don't know but he, he he'll be one of the next ones to drop and then my boy Damien will be on here as well and uh they're gonna be great because I'm getting better at speaking with guests you know instead of just spreading my random conspiracies about Roombas and you know what hey here's some here's a real fact if you got a Roomba and you got a puppy or something, watch out. Because, yeah, they're there to clean up things. And if that little Roomba sees, like, what, a dog turd, a fresh one, it's going to go to that dog turd. And next thing you know, it will mark your entire carpet with the dog shit. Yep. Heard it. It's happened. I'm not making it up. So watch out. I say watch out for those Roombas in general. What happened to uh, just vacuuming the carpet? Hey, fun fact. Have you ever come to my house and you have allergies? It's because 
I only get my carpets clean once a year when I re-sign my lease. Ah, uh, Dominic, that's disgusting. Uh, I wasn't asking you. Uh, think, but also, everyone also on Android that got up on the Stitcher train, dude, or the Google Play, yeah, let's, dude, thank you. And the Gamefly, too. When you go to, like, www.gameflyoffer.com slash domc. But I'm not going to read any advertisement this week because I don't know. It'd be boringer than what's happening now. Because I'm coming off. The, I'm coming off. the. I'm shooting off the hip right now. This is like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. And I'm just shooting off the hip. I'm I'm Fortnite and 100 person map right now. Just no, no scope, dude. No scope. And like, I know we got a lot of, uh. Okay, since this thing has been popping off a little more, people have been sending me some crazy questions. And Cambria, in one an episode, whatever, eight, in episode eight, she was talking about coffee enemas, okay? Yes, a lot for some people, definitely a lot for me. And then someone messages me and goes, what about monster energy drink enemas? Dude. What level of Super Saiyan are you trying to get to? Do you, do you, was there like a like a thousand ways to die? Wasn't that a TV show? Hey, you want to be you want your uh, fifteen minutes of fame? Go do a Monster Energy enema. Okay, tell me how it works out for you. I would love to know. Oh, and also what flavor? Because I'm pretty sure I'll get you sprung. That that that'll get you through the day. A monster enema. Come on, people. Come. This is why there's traffic. Is because there's too many of y'all. Way too many. And I also hate how people when they they talk about okay, we're talking about monster energy and we're talking about enemas and whatnot, like caffeine in general. There's all these people that complain about like their anxiety, yet they drink multiple like cups of coffee a day and everything. Hey, don't do that to your central nervous system. Hey, maybe you don't have anxiety. Maybe you just can't, you can't stop punting a cup of joe down your throat. Okay, try that out too. That's one of Dom Caesar's mental health uh, tips of the day. Yes, I'm no doctor. (laughs) Definitely no doctor. But uh, try not to drink so much caffeine. How about that? Maybe you really don't have a panic disorder. Maybe you should lay off the Sparks Energy drink. Maybe you shouldn't put monsters in your ass. Okay. Now, this is all probably going to come around to bite me in my ass because I'm probably going to need an enema for something now. They're going to open up my ass and be like, oh, my God, you have too many hemorrhoids. You sit on the toilet too long. Be like, ah, just try to get my job done. Then I get... You know, sucked into a uh, in, into the Instagram slash YouTube wormhole that is the internet, and uh, sometimes yeah, maybe I do sit there for like an hour and a half, which is still shorter than the length of Jurassic World. Oh my god! Please, I want someone out there who witnessed or at least watched that movie to make me feel like I'm not alone. That that was by far one of the worst movies in years. How come the dinosaurs look faker than they did back in like 1993? 
Like in 1993, sorry, that was my alarm to get my ass up and go take a shower. But you know what? I'm delivering and I'm giving you what the fuck y'all need. Because when you listen to this, you might be at work. You might be in the car. And you know what? You're, you're giving up on the day. But Dom's Papa Dom is not going to give up on you. Okay? So we need to figure out how did the dinosaurs look way more real in 1993 than they did in 2018? Huh? It's like they're not even trying anymore. That's, we got to cut the budget to put the fly back in. Jeff Goldblum. Orlando Bloom. Jeff Jeff Goldblum. We got to get Jeff Goldblum in there for 10 total minutes. Uh, Chris Pratt in there for 45. Let's cut the budget on the CGI. And let's just start making things up. This is an Indoraptor. Does anyone want to talk about how they trained that? Hey, where were the policemen when all those millionaires at the auction started getting jacked? No one called the police? No one had bodyguards? While the people were walking in, this guy's like, oh, he's an Armenian arms dealer. That's when they brought out the Indoraptor. He was like, $25 million. And then the Asian was like, $26 million. And they were like, you can't, you can't sell this. It's a prototype. You can't sell the prototype. Hey, we can always make more, right? Oh my gosh, shut the f- So what, everyone died? No one had cell phones? There's no service? Were they doing this in Bohemian Grove? And then all the dinosaurs just run out into the wilderness? Dude, I really wish this was a spoiler for the movie, but no. This is just punning in perspective. What two hours of a waste of time is, dude. I'm helping you out. Now, if you're like me and just want to like sit there and watch huge dinosaurs on TV, which <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you a story when I went and I saw Godzilla in 3D. And there's like 10 minutes left in this movie. And I'm a huge old school Godzilla fan. Well, like Ghidra and Mothra, like old school Godzilla, not 2000 Godzilla with when they had Jimmy Page. No, I'm talking old school Godzilla. So I was pumped when this movie came out and then watching it for like an hour and a half. And then I just looked to the girl I was with at the time and I was like, hey, this movie sucks. Dick. This is like the worst graphics ever. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, this, this shit's not even 3D. Dude, it's giving me a headache. She's like, well, sometimes 3D movies give people headaches. I was like, let me see your glasses. They look different than mine. I put it on, boom, 3D for the first time. I watched an hour and a half of Godzilla in 3D with broken 3D glasses, right? I'm pissed, dude. I'm pissed. And being in customer service, I'm like, all right, keep it cool, Dominic. Keep keep it cool so i get up because i want my money back first off not only do i want my money back i want tickets again and not to this fucking movie so i start i get my i get my glasses and i start storming to the front and guess who the floor manager is a fabulous kid that i went to a high school with and he sees me from like 15 yards away while i'm in like i'm gonna destroy you and i want my money back mode and he's like Dominic, it's so good to see you. And automatically, the good guy in me is like, oh my God, I can't chew this guy out. I can't chew this guy out. He comes, he gives me a hug. 
Which like when two males, when another male is too excited to give you a hug, it's like you better have been like brothers or Eskimo brothers, dude. That's the only time you hug someone like that. He gave me a hug and I tell him the whole ordeal. And of course he refunds me and everything. So I had to chill out on that. The only other time, I don't know if I talked about this on another podcast, but the only other time I had a movie experience that shitty is when uh, District 9 came out, right? And I don't go see it in theaters because this is back back in the day when, I don't know, I thought Pirate Bay and Torrance were the shit until I got the letter from the Rolling Stones lawyers trying to sue me, right? So a friend of mine, she calls me and she goes, hey, man, you got to watch this movie, District 9. It's up, It's up your alley. It's got like FEMA camps. It's a little like conspiracy theorists. There's aliens. Like you're gonna love this movie. So I'm like, oh hell yeah, okay, maybe maybe I will. I've heard about it. I don't have cable. I've heard about it though. Haven't seen any commercials for it. Let's just do it. So I get the torrent. It takes me like two days to download this thing. So I'm pumped. I text her. I'm like, hey, about to watch District Nine. Can't wait. All right. So I start watching this thing. And it's another like two two hour sci fi flick. And like an hour and a half in, I have no clue what's going on. Plot wise, maybe fifteen percent. Besides this, I'm just watching aliens speak to each other. Like and they look at the other alien. And I'm listening to this for like forty five minutes. I'm sitting here thinking like either I'm way fucking stupider than I think I am and I'm just missing the point of this or my friend is playing a joke on me. So I end up watching the whole damn thing and it ends, right? And I call my friend up and I go, hey, I just watched District 9 and I just want to ask you why I'll never be able to get those two hours of my life back ever again. She goes, what do you mean? I said, what, I just listen to aliens talk to each other for an hour and a half? She goes, what do you mean? You didn't get it? There were subtitles. I downloaded some version that had absolutely no subtitles. And my dumbass sat there and watched aliens speak to each other in a made-up language with no subtitles for an hour and a half. God. Have I ever watched it again? No. Will I ever watch it again? No. Was I frustrated? Yes. Had to blame it on myself? Yes. It was my fault. But it was on that level of... Jurassic World is almost on that level. I'd rather have watched the aliens talk to each other in a language with no subtitles than watch that fucking movie again. Oh, and just at the end, throw out there that the granddaughter's a clone... Please, please, I'm just asking, Father, Father, to your hands, why have you forsaken me? I watch this movie and oh my God, it sucks so much. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I also felt like how loud that movie was in the theater was how loud my grandmother keeps her TV. So I think she actually, she she got it down. Because she's losing her hearing, but she's like, now I got to buy a new couch before I get hearing aids. And I'm like, come on. Let's just do it. There's one. There's a place down the road. 
You could turn them off if you don't want to. Like, that's what's so dope when you get old. You start losing your hearing, and then you get hearing aids. You could just shut them off. Be like, yeah, I'm done with uh, listening to the world right now. Gunk. And just shut it off. I probably do that all the time. I probably only have it on for like 10% of the time. It's like when I'm driving and uh, when Desperado by the Eagles comes on. <laughs> you know, that's one of those bands that is amazing, but I didn't fall in love with until I was like in my 20s because you just don't get the lyrics. I There is no 12-year-old out there that listened to Desperado and was like, oh my God, this makes perfect sense. The Queen of Hearts. Dude, is like no one. You know what? We did this last time with Work Hard, Play Hard. Let's pull up the lyrics to Desperado if the Eagles don't try to fucking sue me. Okay? The Rolling Stones already tried to sue me. The Eagles, please don't. I actually got to see him on the History of the Eagles tour. I saw him before Glenn Fry passed away. Rest in peace. Let's see now it literally took me i i don't know how how long years i was probably like you really need to go into some relationships get like chewed up and spitting out before you really grasp how powerful the song desperado is so no eight-year-old nine-year-old ten-year-old twelve-year-old is gonna listen to this song and go Oh yeah, I totally I totally get that. All right. So, we start off, dude. Desperado. Why don't you come to your senses? Why am I already laughing? <laughs> I shouldn't even be laughing right now. Okay. Desperado. And what 12-year-old thinks he's a desperado? Like you watch Channel 99, saw half a nip and now you're a grown-ass man. Well, nowadays, who knows? 2018, these kids see more on MTV than we ever did growing. We, even though I fall, even though I fall into the millennial. Hey, I was born in the late 80s. I'm holding on to it. I don't care. When I was born, uh, Guns N' Roses was still around. Appetite for Destruction was still number one on the charts. So go fuck yourself, dude. All right. Desperado. Why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. You're a hard one. I know that you got your reasons, but these things that are pleasing you can hurt you somehow. You know? (laughs) What pleases a 12-year-old back in the day? You know? Let's say it's like 1999. You're like 12 years old. What? Uh, your your hol- your hologram? Oh, you just beat Pokemon. You just beat Goldeneye on N64. Oh, this N64 is pleasing you, but someday it's gonna hurt you somehow. Not talking about the devil woman that you're gonna date 10 years from now. That's gonna chew you up and spit you out, and then fuck your friends. That happens. Don't you draw the queen of diamonds. Boy, she'll beat you if she's able. But you know the queen of hearts is always your best bet. Oh my God. Now I'm cringing that this made me feel some type of way when I was 20. Now it seems to me some fine things 
have been laid upon your table, but you only want the things that you can't get. Like that holographic Charizard. Desperado. Oh, you ain't getting no younger. Well, you can't. I mean, how much more younger do you want to be when you're 12? Nine? <laughs> just take me back to when I was nine. It was just about Game Boys and summer, you know, summer vacations. And you get your brand new pair of shoes before school starts. And the fans got the Velcro ones. I'm tired of tying my shoes. Why do I need to know cursive? Kids are typing already. Did you get the new AOL disc in the mail? The pain and the hunger. They're driving you home. Dude, there's no pain and hunger driving you home until you're like 19 years old, broke as shit, getting paid minimum wage. Wishing you can just go raid your parents' fridge. And freedom. Oh, freedom. Well, that's just some people talking. Your prison is walking through this world all alone. You know what? They wrote this before they knew the fucking bankers were going to be the prison. Okay? Now we're all walking together in $1.5 trillion in student debt. Okay? Don't your feet get cold in the winter time? The sky don't snow and the sun won't shine. Was that some global warming bullshit? It's hard to tell the night from the day. What, you live in Alaska? You can't tell if it's nighttime or daytime? Why, because it's 24-hour sun? Is it really nighttime from the day? Where did, where did they... Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? Come down from your fences, dude. Open the gate. It might be raining, but there's a rainbow above you. There's a double rainbow. It's a double fucking rainbow. You better let somebody love you. Let somebody love you. You better let somebody love you before it's too late. Brought to you by uh, azlyrics.com. All right, well, that's why I wasn't an Eagles fan until I was like 24, 25, and then I was a short period of time, and now I'm almost 30, and those lyrics make me laugh. Will I still listen to it every time it comes on? Yes. Will I ever skip it? No. I won't. And where the fuck I was going with that, I don't know. But there's your lyrical breakdown of the week. <laughs> so last week, we did Wiz Khalifa, Work Hard, Play Hard, a.k.a. Donald Trump's uh, campaign song. And this week, we covered Desperado. All right. And you know what? Maybe there were kids that were 12 years old that went through a really, really harsh time when they were 12. And, you know, they were going through, like, their second divorce. And... uh they were stuck with the mortgage and their ex-wife was living in their house and she took she took half his pokemon cards and half his pogs but she let him keep the slammers oh and then she also went to court and fought for the dog but even though she won the dog the dog wanted to stay with you you know and now she's banging some surgeon who on a scale of one to ten of attractiveness is probably a four while your 12-year-old p- 
pasty hairless self was a solid eight and a half because you were working out and getting the you you were you were bulking and bulking season and you were cutting and cutting season because you were disciplined. Okay? So you better and you let somebody love you before it was too late, but guess what? You didn't let her sign a prenup because you were in love. And then there it goes. Let her take the Tonkas. You know what? You got you got to keep the Game Boy or the N64. Give the N64 because you need your cartridges. But she still took half your Pokemon cards. Okay? And now she's banging the tallest kid in sixth grade. Who somehow made varsity basketball, even though he's never played in his life. It was just because the coach was like, oh, this kid is already 6'1". He's growing half a mustache. And he's the only one in the locker room whose balls have dropped, dude. Dear Lord. Rest in peace, Glenn Fry. And shout out to the Eagles. And shout out if you're still listening to this. All right, so coming up in the next couple of weeks, we'll have Philip Wolf. On the podcast, check him out. Just just Google Philip Wolf. He'll come up. Find him on I, uh, Apple Music. Find him on Instagram. You know, people like that. It's not he, he's not a secret. You know, the guy's already worldwide. So check him out. He'll be on here. We'll be talking some shit. Of course, we'll get Cambria back on in the future. We'll get my boy Damien on here as well. Um, but I think you, I think you've all had enough today. Sorry for this punishment. What are we at? We're at like 53 minutes, okay? That should be enough for you, okay? Uh, thank you. Keep keep listening. Keep downloading. Subscribe. Tell your friends, dude. Be like, hey, I got a friend. He's absolutely out of his mind. If you're bored, go listen to his shit. And please don't take anything I say on this podcast seriously, guys. If I have to get another DM in my Instagram about something political or something because I said it on the podcast, sorry, if you really think I'm I'm being serious on this thing, dude, go go listen to the Washington Post podcast then, okay? All my Android friends, dude, who downloaded Stitcher, thank you. And you know what? If you're still having a problem finding or showing your friends the podcast, just Google D-O-M-C-A-S-T. Just Google Domcast. It's going to come up, all right? Follow me on Instagram. Rate, subscribe. Love y'all a lot more than you love me. All right. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Because Desperado, why don't you come to your slances? And this has been episode 10. Did you think we would have made it to just 10 hours of bullshit rambling on the internet? I never thought so. But guess what? We started from the bottom and we're here. We started from the bottom and now we're still here. But thank you, Chachis. If it wasn't for you, I don't know if I could have kept going on. So thank you for supporting everything in that and, and, and buying my album. That was number one on Billboard charts. Oh, fucking shut up. All right. Respect the elders. Don't watch Jurassic World. Um, go to a Brazilian steakhouse if you haven't. Stay black. One love, y'all. Peace.